All right, man. Here we go. Another episode. Another episode. Another episode. Is, is this is number going? two or three of the new year? Number two. Number dose. Number dose. Number two. Yep. So I see with the Spanish. Uh, I, you know, I got to throw it in there. What I know, it isn't much, man. <laughs> Tell you, uh, yeah. it's one of two words that I know. That's funny, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, I taught at a, a, a ELL school um, down in uh, Southern Wyoming, and um, the school that I taught at was like sixty-five percent Hispanic. <laughs> And like they thought it was hilarious when I would like tell them that I can't speak Spanish and Spanish. They just thought it was hilarious. They just laugh hilariously. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like, really? oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, I don't know why you think this is so funny. Like, okay. But anyways, did they ever um, make you speak Spanish? No, no. We had um, uh, teachers that would come in and um, kind of like be with those kids, and and while I was teaching, kind of you know um translate and stuff like that so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, so yeah. you so you're saying you kind of understand it uh yes and no <laughs> um i can pick up some words uh, mm-hmm. if someone goes way too fast i'm like yeah that's yeah no no can't i can't do it <laughs> it's okay bro. I, I feel the same exact way when i listen to like the radio yeah have those radio hosts be talking sometimes oh i gosh. feel like I don't know an ounce of Spanish. It's ridiculous. I can have yeah. a conversation. I can keep up. I can, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I would say maybe about 80, 85%, you know, being yeah. able to really keep up with the language itself. But as soon as, you know, a radio host or a soccer, a soccer guy announcer. Oh gosh. On, soccer guys. Like, are I, like, like, Oh my gosh. I, how can you, like, I, I lose, lose track of everything. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say is like, like, me- like the Mexican, like uh, uh national team. Like I've watched one of those and I'm like, I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> like what? what? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah, man. Well, let's oh, get back to the show. Let's go back. Exactly, let's get back to it, brother. Exactly. It only took us like twenty seconds. <laughs> it always. We always do this. We yeah, start off and we're, and we're live, and then two seconds later, we're talking about some random. <laughs> we do. We do. We're all about random. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. man, we've got you know. Uh, Grizz updates are kind of lonely today. There's only one that I, I could find. Um, and if I missed it, uh, please let me know. Um, and I will definitely correct that. But uh, they came out with the coaches poll slash stats mm-hmm. um, end of the year poll for football. Um, the Grizz are ranked number six in both of those polls, uh, which is, you know, it's, it's, it's great to see the Grizz at number six. But uh, I got to be honest with you, like, the teams that are ahead of the Grizz is it, it, it's ridiculous. Uh, Sam it's bu- I mean, I'm just going to go out and say, I mean, everybody's thinking, it. I think it's bullshit. You know, yeah. I really think, I mean, I think that's what we ended off last year or, or you know, that last year that we had pre COVID, you know, yeah. that's really kind of where we ended off that season. And I yeah. truly believe that, you know, the potential was, was so much more there this year. You know, I think we were a better team overall. I think we fended off way better against teams. You know, don't get me wrong. There was ups and, and, you know, lows of the season for sure. You know, but that wasn't played because we weren't good enough in any sense to be, you know, top three, top four easily. Yeah, I think think if you look at it, you got to go NDSU. You got to go JMU and then us. Like, honestly, like we're better than the Cats. Head to head, we're better than the Cats. We Mm -hmm. We beat them regular season. 
Uh, you can say that, you know, it was on a not on a neutral field. That wouldn't have helped. It may have, may have gave him a couple more points. No, it wouldn't that have. Game, that, that, that game was a slaughter. Um, and then you can just throw in about Tommy football or whatever is, you know, whatever. That wouldn't have helped either. We were getting to him too uh, when they threw mm-hmm. him in there as well. So, um, you know, and you can say SDSU and Villanova, but, you know, the Cats beat those guys, you know. So why wouldn't we say we're better than them because we beat the Cats? So, yeah, um, and that's where it gets tough, man. It's just like you start to think, like, where the hell do they get this, you know, these polls from? Yeah. You know, is it just based off, you know, record, overall record? Is it based off strength of schedule? You know, what else goes to it? Yeah. You know, because realistically, head to head, toe to toe, I mean, yeah, I mean, kudos to those guys over there for making it to the national championship. But, I mean, there's argument, you know, well speculated, not even through me, that yeah. they had, you know, the easiest route to oh, the yeah. championship. Oh, yeah. You know, we're not going to get into that because then it's going to start all this debate and heated argument. But needless to say, I it's think not going to be an all, argument. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do think, I think, I mean, people are sensitive about this thing, man. Yeah. There's two oh, yeah. different sides of it where I think it's, yep. too, it's super interesting. There's one side that's, you know, good for the Montana boys, you know, mm-hmm. good for them. They're, you mm-hmm. know, they're representing the state, you, you know, all that, that whole side. And there's yep. the other side that's like, hey, this is a rivalry for a reason. You know, yeah. the rivalry doesn't end just because, you know, they make it to the national championship and they're not playing us. You know, yeah. that doesn't matter. That's never changed. You know, there's good and bad stories. I'm sure they have bad stories over there to tell about us, but we got plenty to tell over here, too. You know, and the I fact just had- of the matter, it's a rivalry. And just, be, you know, as, as soon as we stop playing, I mean, it doesn't make sense because I feel like those people on the other side of we got to root for the Montana kids. And, you know, it's just, you know, mm-hmm. state pride or whatever. As soon as Grizz Cat you know, kind of comes around, what are they doing? You know, yeah. they're, cu- they're cussing out the people over here. You yeah. know, they're yelling at the, the guys over here, the players on the team, they're flipping out the guys on the team. You know, it, there's, it doesn't change, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of, in my opinion, that's ass backwards. At the end of the day, let it be a rivalry. It's a healthy yeah. rivalry. You yeah. Know, it's a rivalry for a reason. It's it's supposed to be a divided divided state for that specific oh, yeah, cause. For that reason. You know? I, I just don't believe that, that that changes, you know, just because of, you know, certain circumstances. No, and I, I totally agree with you because, you know, like, congratulations to them making it. You know, congratulations for taking care of the easiest side of the bracket and doing what you needed to do to get there. Um, you know, I'm not going to cheer for you. Uh, and I've told you, the Angel, I'm not going to cheer them for for them in anything. Checkers, ping pong, you know, tic-tac-toe. Yep. Yep. Uh, it doesn't matter. I want them to lose. Um, mm-hmm. but you, if you actually look at it, you go look at the Grizz side of the bracket. You could honestly say that the top four teams were on that side of the bracket with JMU easily and DSU, the Grizz and Eastern Washington. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can't just say, oh, well, we made it there. No, you didn't. You, you made it there by beating teams that were not as good. Um, so, you know, it, and it's a rivalry. Why, why, why do we have to cheer? Just because you're from Montana doesn't mean that I'm going to cheer for you. Like, honestly, like that's yeah. what a rivalry is supposed to be. You don't cheer for your 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 rival yeah. ever. And and you know what? You know what? It's good. You guys are being so insensitive and, you know, not consider, you know, at the end of the day, it's we expect we expect the same yeah. type of cheer. I wouldn't expect the you cats. Know? I wouldn't expect the cats fans to cheer for us. How many times? And I, I, I would like every cat fan to look at themselves in the mirror and say, OK, all the you know national championships that the Grizz went to, were you cheering for us? 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they were. I think it's, I think it's, they made it to a championship game. They want people to cheer for them. And then honestly, uh, I know during the game, the, um, they played a University of Montana um, uh, commercial. Like, why, why do you have preference for that? Like, wh- mm. why are you getting upset about that? That's that, those are bought commercials. Those are mm. commercials that the university can take out. They could have done the same exact thing. Like, that's not, I, I have no problem in that. Mm-hmm. People, so, people, people are upset, man. It, it, it's it's, it's yeah. so crazy. There's two sides yeah. of it, but at the end of the day, let the rivalry be the rivalry. You know, exactly. It, it's that way for a reason. That's what makes it so fun, you know, yeah. and I think that's what it should continue to be regardless, you know. And I'm not yeah. talking about, you know, wish harm on another person or no, like no. no. But and I think day, I hope Tommy is okay with his, his injury and 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 yeah. that that injury and and I wish him the best but of luck. But at the end of the day, it's a rivalry and it's a rival for a reason, you know. Exactly. It's been bred that way. It's been it's been brewed that way, you know, for years and years and years. And you know, I'm gonna hold up hold up to that, you know. Yeah. So I got a question for you, Angel. What did you think of the university uh with that ad? Because there were some some Grizz players out there that were oh they out were there. Pissed. Yeah. Pissed. And let me, I don't, let, me, let me just break it down like this. I, I was upset about it simply because I mean I, I kind of see where the university, I think they were trying to take the high road when it comes to the rivalry and, you know, just trying to, you know, break some, I don't know, break some ground, some type of ground with that whole rivalry. But realistically, you know, the players know what it is. And I'm yeah. not going to sit here talk about specific situations, but we've been a part of, you know, some nasty situations. I've been a part of some nasty situations from fans on the other side. You know, I've been a part of some nasty situations with the players on the other team, you know. Mm-hmm whether it be disrespectful, you know, and, and I feel me as a personal player, I handle myself always the best I could, you know, yeah. but some of the stuff that they were doing, I just don't, I just don't simply agree with, you know, regardless yeah. of the situation, regardless of how, you know, I mean, me personally going on for and four against them for, you know, for those four years, I mean, that hurt. There's nothing else that hurt. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can give a rat's ass about every other game in my career, but you know, that game was really the crazy game where I shed actually shed some tears. You know, that won't hurt me. That won't hurt yeah. me a lot, man. And so, I mean, that whole thing, I, I understand that passion behind it. And I feel the exact same way, man. It's a rivalry. Let's keep yeah. it that way. You know, now that I'm removed from the program, it's obviously at a different level. Simply because, you know, I, I don't see those guys year in and year out. But that doesn't mean that I, I don't sit back every single year when that game happens or just, you know, throughout the year that I'm not thinking about them. Then that I'm not wishing that, you know, we go over there and we, we beat their ass like we did this past year. You know, it's the same type of thing, man. It's the same type of thing. I, I don't I, I think they were thinking I think with good intentions, but I don't think it was well received by anybody. I think so, people really did. I mean, yeah. there was very few people that were like, This is good, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I think that you know it you can do that privately, but why would you t- you know and and you know call the president or call the other coach and i'm sure bobby you know wished um coach vegan um uh you know somehow um but you know you i don't think you need to put a a an ad in the paper and say good luck go you know what and i don't even think coach did that man i really don't think he did that yeah and i don't think he has to why would he have to it's a rivalry um you know it's but also this one thing that just like bugs me and i'm sorry I'm, i'm on this but I, you know, there's reports from other people that um, I've seen on uh, Twitter that during the game, the the cat fans were saying uh, "Eat shit, Grizzlies" or "Eat shit, Grizz." Go cats, go! Yeah, no. Like, I think, are you I serious? Think, yeah, like, I've, I've they that. have 
they have a f- infatuation with the Grizz so much that I I, I think it's going to hold them back from ever accomplishing what what they want to do. Um, because if they can only look at one team and only fixate when they're in the national championship game, you're still thinking about us. There's a problem. <laughs> no, hundred percent, man. hundred percent. And you know what? I actually heard that was the case. I think I actually heard it after the Sam, cause I was, I was watching the Sam Houston state game at work. And I believe as soon as the game ended, it was the same thing. Eat shit Grizzlies, you know? Yeah. It was the same, same. Rep- and then the thing, and, and exactly, I mean, you made, you, you said it perfectly. You know, yeah. at that point, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> at that point, what, like, what are you looking to accomplish? Like, what is that going to do? You, I mean, you, yeah. you've, you've had one of the most notorious, you know, the most notorious playoffs runs that this university's ever seen, but you're too focused on, you know, on, on us over here. It just doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. You know? Yeah, so I mean, I I don't understand the whole side of things, man. At the end of the day, I'm gonna keep it a rivalry. I do think that there's programs on there that start to do this, play Mr. Nice Nice, and you know we want to be buddy buddy, and then that's not a rivalry. No, I mean, think about you know some rivalries that are in place now, and it's just it's not the same as what it used to be. You know, it's not it's not the same type of you know intensity. It's not the same type of you know I guess meaning behind those games. It's just another game to some of those guys and. And I don't want that rivalry to turn to that down the road. Just be like, oh, it's just those guys that we play. No, and I, I don't. I honestly don't. Don't think you will. I don't think you can ever get it back to nice, nice. There are some things yeah. that have happened and 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 have been done in this rivalry that I don't think you're going to just gloss over. Um, yeah, man. So I think the fan wrong. base mean, is too. Yeah, don't get me wrong. And it's on both sides. You know, it's on both yep. sides. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? Let's just let's just keep it rolling, man. Let's exactly, rolling. exactly. Let's you keep know, that keep it rolling. Uh, we've got FTC some bas- always FTC. Amen, brother. Amen. So yeah, we've yeah. got some basketball, man. We've got some uh, women's basketball and men's basketball. This is our basketball update, uh, guys. That we're gonna go over. Um, so let's just hit the men's basketball side, man. Um, as yep. we speak today on Monday. Uh, they are 11 and six, uh, four and two in the conference. And there is a whole bunch of lo- uh, a log jam in the standings. Um, if you look at it, Weber State, uh, Southern Utah, excuse me, and uh, Northern Colorado are all three and one. And because yeah. why they've, they've only played that many games, guys, is they've had some trouble with um, games being postponed um, yep, due to COVID. COVID. Um, so. Yep. Uh, we are right behind them with, at four and two with uh, the cats as well. They're four and two as well, um, and so there is a big log jam headed into this week. And this week is 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 a is a really important week. The Grizz have yep. Southern Utah coming up at home. Um, that is going to be a huge game. If you guys can make it to Dahlberg Arena Thursday at seven o'clock, it is going to be a great game. Um, Southern Utah is one of the best teams in the conference, if not, you know, the best. Um, they, they bring a, a whole bunch of guys back uh, that uh, can really ball out. So let's go into the schedule of the last three games, buddy. You know, Weber State, the Weber State game. If you guys have not seen that ESPN, the ESPN Plus Weber State game, you need to go and listen to the podcast and then go watch that. Uh there you go. Good plug. Good plug in there. Hey, I see you. 
74-72. Last, you know, it was probably like the last 12 seconds. uh, Alana Martin did kind of a little alley-oop kind of toss to win that game. Uh, Amazing back and forth game. Um, Definitely will keep you on the edge of your seats. Um, They played Eastern Washington at Eastern Washington, which that game was so weird. I watched that game. It it was back and forth. There was droughts on both teams, and then the Grizz just took it, took it at the last like probably eight minutes. They just like ran away with it. Um, they beat Eastern Washington ninety to seventy eight. There, that game was also um, tied up by a enormous amount of fouls. Oh my lord! Um, both teams shot over thirty uh, free throws apiece. Um, lots of guys. I think the Grizz had like, off the top of my head, I think like three or four guys fouled out. Um, and so, uh, with those kind of games, they're hard to watch, man. The, the, the pace is all gunked up and, um, it, it just, the flow just, it just kills me. Um, so I didn't know if you got to watch that one, but it was just really, really slowed up because of the fouls and just the way that it was played. No, you know what? I, I, I admittedly, if I'm being truthfully honest, I, I keep up with a lot of these games. You know, really kind of focusing on on, on the highlights. You yep. know, and I I did uh, I did hear that talk that talk of just being able to fall out. You know, yep. and obviously, like you said, I think you said it perfectly right there. You know, it changes the flow of things. You know, it's it's adjustment period. You know, I think about, you know, I, obviously I keep relating it back to football because that's that's what I know. Yep. And it's the same type of discussion. You take one guy out of the rotation, you know, things shift drastically. You know, energy shift, you know, the, the way we formulate our plays kind of change too. You know, yep. simply because we have to gravitate to different people and their strengths. You know, yeah. and then don't get me wrong, it was nice to be able to pull away and, you know, convincingly be able to pull away. You know, yeah. but still at the same time is, you know, being able to f- uh, fouling out is, is never the answer, man. It, no. it, but I think it does show a level, level of aggression. You know, I think if they're mm-hmm. able to kind of channel that and, you know, use it to their advantage and really kind of be able to work with that in certain situations, you know, when to be aggressive, when no, not to kind of play into that, you know, those mind games, you know, I think, you know, we're going to see a lot more games where they really start to pull away, you know. Yeah. Well, and there were some questionable calls on both sides. Um, you know, I'm kind of one of those that they kind of, they tend to, if they're not in the last 30 seconds, kind of even out. Um, but you know, just a heads up guys, you, uh, Southern Utah, I forgot to tell you guys this. Um, and I think I did, but they, they, they're just coming off of a break with that COVID too, as well. So they haven't played a game in over a week. So with that pace, you know, we could see kind of some slow up balls, just with them not being able to play a game in a week or so, that could be something to look at as well um, going into that game, just how well they come back from a layoff um, with, with these um, postponements and stuff like that. So, yeah. And I guess this is where I get a little, a little bit curious just on the athletic side, because I think about, you know, like you just said right now, you, you think about, Hey, what is that pace going to look like for them? You know, are they, are they going to be, you know, balls to the wall or are they going to be you know a little bit slow to kind of get in a rotation and get a rhythm of things you know because yeah. either way i mean it realistically it could happen number two oh, i yeah. think about you know just from a physical standpoint there a week does a lot for a player you know i'm yeah. just thinking about myself i felt so much better when we had that bye week but i always ran into that problem where we started off the game slow you know, yeah. or, or things weren't in that same rhythm, that same routine that we were kind of looking for. So it took us a little bit longer just to really be able to click, 
you know. So I think it can go a couple different ways, you know, when, yeah. when it really comes down to it. Do I think they're going to be a little fresher? Who knows? Maybe depending on how the coach kind of treated the week and, you know, how, we, you know, approached it and, you know, the mentality going into that week. But um, realistically, I do think they're going to be struggling a little bit when it comes to, you know, hitting the court running. You know, and I think we have a really big opportunity to be able to jump on that. If we get yeah. up early and we're able to hold that lead and finish off aggressive, I think we're going to be fine. Well, and that, that's the key point, too, because um, and I don't know the specifics if it was um, their team that had COVID or if it was a, <clears throat> excuse me, a team that they were going to play. And so either way, like if, if you have a game postponed you know you can still run you can still work out your guys are still healthy and and you guys and you can still you know work out but if you have like three or four guys that are out because of covid and they can't they can't do anything and you've got guys that are you know trying to keep up with um you know endurance and stuff like that then that Mm -hmm. could be a definite problem but game action is way different than than practice uh you can't Mm -hmm. you you do the best you can to simulate uh a real live game but game is a game you you can't you can do your best to simulate that so i will say man just kind of thinking about last week's game against the cat or not last week say how far how how many days ago was it i don't even remember when uh we were saying yesterday right yeah it was yesterday right yeah the cat game yeah yeah, yeah, and I'm just kind of thinking about, you know, kind of some of the players and some of the stats that I saw, man. And Cameron had a really, really solid game, man, coming yeah. up with, I think, uh, 18 points, I believe. Yeah, I think you know? 18 or 19, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there was a handful of guys that were in the doubles digits. You know, I think it was Cameron that was in there. I do remember seeing uh, Josh was in there, and then I think yeah. – um, Beasley. Last name. Was Beasley. Beasley. Beasley was also in there as well, yeah. you know. But uh Josh had a had a pretty solid showing too because he actually ended up with 10 rebounds too. And yeah. that was something that we talked about early in the season, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to rebound, I think, was really gonna be, you know, a struggle for this team in comparison to last year. And I think uh if if he continues to step up, you know, and I think everybody's able to produce just a little bit more across the board, I think yeah. we're gonna find ourselves on the better end of how yesterday went you know well and it's it's crazy because um i was going to get into some weaver state stats and eastern washington stats and then we can talk about the cat game because there's something that Mm -hmm. just like sticks out to me so the weaver state game um you know the the one thing that we are focusing on right now is rebounds um so you know weaver state game we were out shooting them 51.9 to 45.9 uh three-point range we were 52 uh, 0.6 to 29 uh, percent for them 100 percent from the free throw line we turned over the ball a little bit more with 15 turnovers but we had 16 assists um mm-hmm. and then we had a, um 23 bench points they out rebounded us by seven and i would i would expect that from weaver state um but going to the eastern washington game they out rebounded us by eight in that game uh, 35 to 27, which I wouldn't have thought we would have uh, gotten out rebounded by them. Um, just mm-hmm. because I know that's been a focus for Coach Jakir. But then, you know, going through all that, we 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 out rebounded the Cats by one. And if you watch that game, you would not think we were going to be out rebounding the Cats by one because the mm-hmm. beginning of that game and, and throughout that whole game they we could not stop them from getting down low on the block uh we could not stop them from getting um the shots that they wanted uh it seemed like they 
got shot after shot after shot where it was easy for them and it was really hard for us to get a shot off. Um, mm-hmm. But man, that second half of that cat game, the first five minutes killed us. Um, mm-hmm. The the drought that they went, they went on a five minute drought uh, to start the second half. And it went from a three point game to a 13 point lead. Um, and, you know, you got to get, you got to give it to the Grizz. They did not stop. They, they, they kept on fighting and they got it to like, I believe it was like a three point game. Um, but that, that right there, man, is, is the game. Um, that five minute drought where they, they go on a run. Um, we did not shoot very well in that cat game, 39.6%. They shot over 51% from the mm-hmm. field, 50% from the three point line. Um, you know, that's, we, we didn't play good enough defense. We had a drought of five minutes and that, and we, we've been talking about this earlier. That's where, when you don't have a go-to guy, when you don't have a guy that can just get you buckets and, and lead, that's when you need a guy like that. That's when you need to say, uh, say Pridget, where he's going to take over a game and get on my back guys. I've got this um, right now. We're just, I think we're still learning that we've got a lot of guys that I think probably could do that. Um, they're just, I think they're learning how. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Like right now, it seems like we have a, a pretty core group of guys that are really kind of stepping up and being able to produce with some pretty decent numbers with, uh, with Bannon Beasley and, uh, and, uh, Parker right now. Um, but realistically, man, I, I do think, uh, this previous game that we had yesterday just it just wasn't our game man yeah I mean, you, you can definitely see that in the type of play you know um yeah man it's just a, I, I think there just needs to be a, a little bit more of a fire you know and i think uh, i mean that it's that's so simple to put but it's one of the most it's one of the most challenging things to do on a program you know mm-hmm. don't get me it, it, it's it's fun when you're winning games but really when you have to grind it out those ugly wins you know, they got to figure out a way to do it. And five-minute droughts, you know, it's not going to get that done. It's hard for anybody, you know. it. I mean, you think about any sport, you know, you, you give up five minutes where, you know, they're scoring points and you're not scoring points. I mean, you think about a race, you know, you give them a five-minute head start. I mean, it's, it's damn near impossible to really kind of come back. And don't get me wrong, I've seen it done in, you know, in the sport of basketball, you know, but yeah. it's an extremely challenging thing to do. And it takes a lot, a lot of veteran leadership to really kind of pick up the team in order yeah. to say, all right, let's get after you know let's go accomplish what we came to accomplish you know and it doesn't always end up in in your favor man and like you said they were fighting they were fighting man but it just it just wasn't in our cards you know yeah and i hope that they took it as a learning lesson to kind of really realize okay how do we want to move forward you know in those situations how do we handle those better and i think just i mean part of it just comes from you know having a little bit of a young team well, and it, it, with those games, I'm kind of going back to the last three games we played, the Weber State and the Eastern Washington game. The two things that we've said on this program is three-point defense has been um, not very good uh, this year. Um, we are mm-hmm. ranked um, in the, the last third of in the, in the whole nation on three-point defense, and also rebounding hasn't been good either. Um, in those, the Weber state game, we got out rebounded by seven, but we held them to 29% three point shooting Eastern Washington game. We got out rebounded by eight, but we held them to 16% three point shooting. Um, in the cat game, 
both of those went to the cats. And so if you're not going to do one of the, one of the other, if you just give them both of those things, it's, you're not, you're going to have a hard time um, getting, getting stops and, and you're going to get bullied. Cause I, I, I forgot what the, his name, Bellow, Bellow. There you go. That Bellow guy is huge. He is a man child mm-hmm. down low uh, for the cats. And uh, yeah, we, that's where we were missing Scott Blakeney because he's been out with an injury um, yep. that would have helped us. And right after, uh, when they went on their run, um, uh, Mac Anderson had gotten his, I think it's like third foul. He got two fouls right in a row. So they had to take him out and then put Josh at the five. And, you know, I love Josh, but he, he, he's more of a power forward kind of three kind of ish guy. He, he's not meant to, to play center by any means. Mm-hmm. It's just not in his his uh cards right now and in his just uh a just body um going up against a seven footer like uh, i believe believe bello is you know bannon six nine but the just the technique and and stuff like that just it, it's just not not him um and so that put us at a dif- disadvantage as well um in that game um so i, I hope that scott gets uh back to some good health so we can have some better guys or not better guys, but bigger rotation in there with our bigs um, and see what we can do going on um, further than this, because we'll, we'll get some revenge at Dahlberg arena with the cats. So, um, yep. Yep. But and this, this other Utah game is, is very time. important, very yeah. important this week. Mm-hmm. And that's where we got into the conversation last time, man. It's such a unique sport and where you're given that opportunity, you know, to really play teams twice, you know, and it's really, you know, we've had, we've had our first taste, you know, it, and it's, it, it's probably a bitter taste. I think everybody's a little bit upset about it when it comes to being on that team. And it's, uh, it's really how you respond now. You know, yeah. we've had some really solid showings, some, a couple big games, a couple big wins, you know, but realistically it's still so early on. I think we have what another, you know, 12 games in the season, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, one, yeah, two, well, three, there's four, five, six, seven, six. So we have 14 10, 11, conference 12, games left. 14, 14, 14 yeah. yeah. So I was off by two, yeah. So yeah. We, we, we got a lot of basketball left to play. Yeah. Know? And it's a long season. It's not going to get any easier. Games are going to get tougher. And people and opponents are going to know what you're about when your strength, your weaknesses. Oh, yeah. Really kind of work to exploit those. I mean, realistically, I mean, these coaches look at these stats probably more than we do, you know? I mean, they yeah, yeah. they live and breathe by it, and they rely on that, hey, you know what, they, they, their three-point defense is not where it needs to be. Let's go yeah. exploit that. You know, we can out-rebound them. You know, it's going to yeah. take more than Josh, you know, getting up there to go get the ball, you know? Everybody yeah. needs to contribute a little bit more, you know? And, again, we're just cast potatoes over here giving our two cents, you know, <laughs> which realistically, it don't mean nothing. You know, oh, man, yeah. um, but uh, again, and I think, I think we talk like this simply because that potential is there. We see that oh, yeah. spark there. Oh, you know, yeah. We see what they could be, you yeah. know, and it's just about putting the right pieces in the right place and, you know, being able to perform at a high level for a full game, you know, not in, yeah. and kind of avoid and, and avoid some of those droughts. Yep. Well, and, you know, I, and I hope the coaching staff um, going into the Southern Utah game um, goes back to the games that we played last year against them. Uh, because those games were heartbreaking to say the least. Um, I don't mm-hmm. with the last two games last year, I think they were uh, the last second, last 20 seconds of the game where we lost those games by either a, a two point shot or a three point field goal. Um, 
we, we want some revenge against them because that that those killed us. That that was the the tipping point. If we would have won those two games, just the confidence for those young guys to take might have you know turned that into something else. You never know. Um, but yeah, we, we've, we've got to get some other guys involved and and start developing a a go to guy. And like we said, you know, work on that rebounding as well. Like you've said as well, Angel. So um, mm. yeah, I can't wait for Thursday. Thursday at seven. Yep. So yeah, it's a big game. It's a big game. So if you guys can, I think it is going to be on ESPN Plus. So go out yep. there and uh, show some love. If you can't make it out there physically, watch it. Um, I am gonna try to make the next couple games, man. I'm being honest with nice, you. Nice, nice. You know, I think man. we had the next the, the next one following that. I think it is way, but following that week, I think I will be in town because I won't be working. I'll be traveling a little bit for work here in the next couple of weeks. So I want to make sure to go out to at least a couple games this year, man. I mean, because I've seen those guys, you know, attend Grizz football games over and yeah. over, man. That support yeah. is really there, man. So I mean, if you guys can, if you guys have the ability to go pack the stadium, man. You know, exactly. for men and for women, man, because the women yep. are playing some really good basketball right now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And let's talk about those uh, lady girls, yep. man. Uh, they are doing really well. They, uh, well, their last game, their their game against the Cats got postponed because of um, COVID stuff in the lady cat team. So their last game, mm -hmm. they played Eastern Washington at Delberg Arena. And they took it to the Eags, man, sixty-eight to fifty. Um, and yep. you know, it what it wasn't even that close, <laughs> to yeah, be honest no. with you. Uh, they I shot mean, realistically, yeah. in the first quarter, I mean, they outscored them what twenty-two to four or something like that. Ridiculous. Yeah, twenty-two to four, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it was the, the largest lead. I think was like twenty-three, twenty-five. Um, you know, the Grizz Grizz uh, thirty-five point seven percent from uh, field goal, which is is not where they usually are um the eagles shot about 30 percent man this team can really shoot the three uh they're yeah. again against the eagles 47 percent um 67.9 percent from the free throw line only nine turnovers which is awesome and um they they out rebounded the the eagles by five um and so bench scoring was really well as as well with 23 points in the in the bench so uh, they are doing very well with where they were from last year because they're 10 and four right now. They're three and two in the conference. They had two um, losses against Idaho State and Weber State uh, that kind of kind of hurt them in the beginning of the conference play. Uh, but they are right there, man. You got Southern Utah that hasn't hasn't lost a game. You've got Idaho State that's four and one. Northern Arizona mm -hmm. uh, three and one, and then you've got Weber State in Montana that are three and two, um, mm -hmm. and so kind of like the guys, it, it kind of log jams the first part of the season, and and after a while, it kind of sep the team separate themselves, um, and so you know they've got Southern Utah at Southern Utah this Thursday, guys, um, at six thirty. That's going to be on ESPN Plus as well, um, and so the both. And the both the men and the women, they only have one game this week. Usually it's a Thursday, Saturday spread. Um, yep. This time it's it's Thursday, uh, this Thursday, and then they won't have another game until the following Thursday on the 20th. Mm -hmm. um, and that would be at Portland State, and then the women would be at home. Um, and so uh, get to that game. You know, we've got one game this week. 
um, for for both the the Lady Grizz and the men. But man, that that Eagles game for the the girls, Carmen G. Feller, man, she is playing lights out. Good baller, huh? Oh my lord, man! Fifteen killing, points. Man. She's a beast. Fifteen points, two rebounds, two assists. You know, Sammy Fatkin as well has been playing incredible. Twelve points and six rebounds, and then Abby uh, um, and Sophia really, really doing really well as well. Uh, yeah. Abby had eight points, four rebounds, and so uh, Sophia Styles had seven points. I believe that's eight rebounds and two assists. Um, and she, I, I think Sophia is the catalyst to our team. Um, she runs the point and, you know, everything goes through her. And when she, that the Idaho state game, you could just kind of see it without her in mm-hmm. that game. Um, it it kind of just kind of threw things off. Uh, it would be really mm-hmm. interesting to see what would have happened with her in there. Um, but man, they, it's so drastic. It's so drastic from what, how they were playing last year to this year. Uh, the buy-in, um, the coaches, and man, I just, yeah. I just love what they're doing, man. I just love what they're doing. Yeah, man. Attitude, uh, the aggressiveness that they come with, man, and the yep. confidence too, man. If you if you go out there and watch them play, man, they're playing with some swagger. They're playing with some juice. And I think you said it perfectly, man. I think yep. Sophia is, is is really kind of falling into that leadership role. I mean, if you think about her story, I mean, injury after injury after, yep. you know, playing and, you know, not being able to play because of those injuries and a lot of growth and a lot of experience. I mean, that does something to a person, you know, and so there's yep. a different type of fire when, when that type of person takes a leadership role, you know. And I think uh, just thinking about the whole, you know, mantra that they decided to take on, man, I think it's, it's, it's super fun to watch, yeah, you is. know. It, it it it's fun to watch those games you know it's entertaining to see out, out them out there scrapping away you know like actually you know giving people you know the business you yep. know so i think it's a i think it's super super cool man and like you said man i think the, they're doing a lot of things right and brian is doing a lot of things right and he's still in the right attitude the right mindset man and i think uh it's only the start of some real real special which is the scary part yeah yeah, and I just think that they're on this great comeback. Um, you know, it, it might not be what we want in the end. Uh, will they win the 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 Big Sky Conference this year? I don't know. Do they have a chance? Yeah, they have a chance. But mm-hmm. uh, will it be a failure? No. You know, yeah, no. rebuilding and, and, and kind of getting back to where we were once were with uh, uh, Coach Selvig, where this program was. Uh, we'll take a little bit of time. Um, but this year, I always think that coaches like the first year is so important. Getting the foundation, getting your mantra, getting what that team will look like. Um, and this team will, I think, should get a lot of credit for that if you know we get back to where we were because mm-hmm. they were the ones that bought in. They were the ones that did the work that first year to get everybody on board, to get the fans back in the arena. And so... Um, shout out to Lady Grizz because uh, it, it's not easy, man. It's not easy doing yep. that. Um, and I'm just speaking from a couch potato, like you said. But uh, now I have a lot of lot of uh, good feelings for them and 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 what they're doing. So, yeah, man. Like you said, it, man. I mean, is is a Big Sky Championship there potentially? You know, yeah. I, mean, we're, I think we're pretty realistic with, with the fact that, hey, you know, this is a good team. You know, and there's a different yeah. type of, you know, a different type of walk with these people, you know. But um, as far as where we're going to end, is it going to be, you know, exactly where we want them to be? 
Probably not, but I think it, it is setting the program up to do something extremely special. And that's the re that, that's really the big thing. I mean, I mean, if you ask people time and time again, hey, would you rather win a, a championship this year and, you know, kind of struggle, you know, going another drought for the next couple of years? Or would you rather, you know, let this be building you and a learning lesson to a lot of those, a lot of those girls and, you know, just from here on out dominate? You know, I'm sure, you know, not a 10 people are going to say, yeah, let's actually, you know, let's bite the bullet, you know, just like how we happen, you know, yeah. let's continue to learn, let's continue to grow, let's set the standards, let's set the tone, you know, let's continue to build, man. And then, yeah. you know, be able to be a force for years to come, man, because they're already making noise and it's it's year one, you know, exactly. for buying at least, you exactly. know, so that just shows, you know, how optimistic I'm feeling. It goes to shows, you know, the opportunities that lie ahead, man, and, and where they can really take this program. Yeah, exactly. Uh, only up from here, as I I, I think, and uh, yeah, I can't. I, if you, if you haven't watched the Lady Grizz, you need to Thursday at six thirty, guys. ESPN Plus. If you don't have ESPN Plus, uh, I would advise you to get it. It's pretty cheap, five, six, seven yep. bucks a month. Um, get all the games. Um, so yeah, awesome, 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 man. I love well, it, man. Yeah. yeah, man. So. You know, other than that, guys, we've got uh, some big things happening in the future. We've got some things that uh, we're putting together that we're really proud of that we're we're going to be uh, getting you guys um, so, so some cool episodes. So uh, keep on listening. Keep on listening to us. If you have not gotten a hold of us, uh, make sure you get a hold of us on Instagram, uh, Twitter and our Facebook page at Fight on Montana. Uh, if you have not subscribed or rated or reviewed the podcast, definitely do so because that helps us out tremendously. Get our name out there with the podcast universe, whatever. Um, so definitely get us uh, there. And if you so, want to hear something, guys, we want to hear from you. So we can yeah. only we can only help as much as we can. Uh, so get a hold of us. No, 100%, man, 100%. Uh, we appreciate all the love and support. Like you said, uh, me and I have been working on a couple different things, uh, you know, um, with different par partnerships. And, you know, we'll, we'll get into that with later episodes, man. But we're just excited about some of the things that come to this new year. Um, all good stuff, man, stuff that we're both passionate about that really kind of aligns what we're trying to accomplish here, man. And so uh, we're looking really forward to, you know, these next couple months, um, the start of a solid new year. Um, we're grateful for you guys. Um, like Adam said, we want this to be inclusive. You know, reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Let us know you love us. Let us know you hate us. Stir the pot a little bit, you know. We, we've seen plenty of that, and man. So it, it's nothing but love, man. It's nothing but fun times. And so um, at the end of the day, I mean, what it really comes down to, it, man, is just two dudes talking. You know, if talking. people take us more seriously, awesome. But, you know, we take no offense to anything, man. And we're yep. just here to have a good time, dude. You know? And so uh, I'm just really looking forward to this uh, these next couple of months, man. I think we got some good stuff planned. Amen, brother. Amen. Well, yep. uh, we will check you guys on the flip side and check you the yep. next episode. But before that, go Grizz. Fight on, baby. Let's do it.